We're Melissa and Mandy, two friends trying to gracefully navigate the midlife crisis. And this is The Strange of Life. Hello and welcome to The Strange of Life. My name is Melissa and I'm here with Mandy. Hi guys. And we thought today, since everybody, well, most everybody is stuck at home, and even if you're not quarantining, you are probably staying at home a lot more than normal. We thought that we would talk about some of our favorite entertainment across a few different categories, like books, TV shows, movies, music, things like that. Oh, for sure. I think right now, anytime you get on social media, one in five posts is, what are you watching on Netflix? What are you doing for TikTok? What podcast are you listening to? Because everybody has hit the point where they're just going a little stir crazy. Let's start off with our favorite books. So tell me what your top three reads are. Okay, well, my top three reads, the first one is just my default, my all-time favorite book series. I read this series every year, multiple times a year, has to be the Harry Potter series. I know, I know, I'm 42 years old. I need to grow up and get a life, but... I just love it. I I just cannot get enough of that book series. So whenever I'm in a rut and I don't have anything to read, that's always my go-to. But yeah, that's just, I love them. I love the story. They're so well written. I just, I don't know. It's, it's my escape because I feel like a book should be an escape, right? And so it's just, I just escaped to the wizarding world and I love it. But I did read a book, what was it now, probably about a year ago, called The Year of Less. And I have to say, oh, I can't remember who wrote it. Hang on a second. I am um, going to look that up. But it was called A Year of Less. And the book literally, I mean, it changed my life. It really set me on just this crazy journey that I'm on right now. And um, it's going to bug me until I remember who wrote it. Well, and I know who wrote it, and I can't spit her Kate name out. Kate Flanders. Yes. Kate <laughs> Flanders. It's called A Year of Less, How I Stopped Shopping, Gave my belong- gave Away My Belongings, and Discovered Life is Worth More Than Anything You Can Buy in a Store. And I read that book, and it just, it changed my life. And uh, so I read it, and it just, it really changed my life, because I think I was at a place, my mother-in-law was still alive, and I was still home. And I was just at a place of just pure discontent in my life. Like, I just wasn't happy. And this made me, and I was trying to fill all that discontent. This could go on. This is not a therapy session. But I just, uh, I just was searching for something to fill that. And I realized I was just filling that with all the wrong things. And I don't know, it just, it set me on this crazy journey of simplicity and just more intentional living and yeah the book changed my life like honest to goodness changed my life well and I liked in that book how she broke it down I don't know I guess you know obviously I have pretty severe OCD so it appealed to me that she broke it down into like percentages like I got rid of 35% of my stuff or you know I lived on 75% of my income or whatever. Right. And, and she even talks about like her struggles and all that too. Like, I love how it wasn't just always this great journey. Like she struggled within it too. And wanting to like go back and forth, but always just like 
the progress that she had seen made, it just spoke to her. Anyways, the book is amazing. I can't, if you are just at this place at a crossroads in your life and you're like, I could go left or I could go right and you need something to help push you over that crossroad in life, I highly recommend A Year of Less by Kate Flanders. And the book that I'm reading right now that I'm really enjoying is um, called Sick of Me, From Transparency to Transformation, and it's by Whitney Capps. And um, I just, I'm really, really liking it because, and I think this appeals to me as a social media influencer. I hate using that term, but it is what it is, and I am what I am. And I mean, I always feel like I put on my pants the same way as everyone else in the morning. I just, can I have your autograph? Yeah, you totally can. Anyways, um, we deal a lot with fake, fakeness and facades and, you know, you and I struggle with it too because you get on Instagram and you're like, hey guys, and, and you don't want to put your junk out there for people, you know what I mean? Like, that's not why people follow me. But at the same time, you know, I am a real person. It and- can be a fine line, I think, between authenticity and keeping it positive yeah and i like airing your dirty laundry and and i love how she talks about that thing but also it's on a a christian level like keeping everything in perspective including your spiritual walk and because sometimes also you know we can put out there that we're holier than thou when really we're a mess and i don't know i've just it just has been resonating with me. That's kind of what I'm reading right now. A friend of mine heard her speak at a women's conference and bought the book and then said, I really think you would like this. And I'm thinking to myself now, why did she say that? Um, does she think I'm fake? But anyway, so those are, <laughs> those are my three recommendations. If you just want a place to escape, um, I highly, highly, highly recommend the Harry Potter books. If you want a book that's going to change your life, Um, I highly recommend A Year of Less. And if you just want a book that's going to make you kind of like, just because I really like, I don't read a lot of fiction. I like a lot of like self-help type books. If you just want a book that's going to make you look introspectively, I recommend Sick of Me. And so, yeah, those are my, those are my book picks right now. Well, mine, my list is a little bit different, I guess. I am, I mean, we're both pretty avid readers, but I guess I have more time on my hands. So um, I think, was it last year or the year before I read like 250 books? Yeah. Well, these days <laughs> so I just read a lot of Eric Carle and Dr. Seuss. Well, you know, <laughs> but it's just, it was hard for me to really narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but my first one, it's The Historian by Elizabeth Kostova, which is an older book. Uh, it probably came out like 10, 15 years ago. And honestly, like the critical reviews are not phenomenal on it, but I loved it. It's it's kind of historical fiction and it's actually about Dracula, which is not usually my wheelhouse, hmm. but it I just thought it was so well researched and so well written. Um, it really sucked me in. And so if you like historical fiction at all, I would say give that one a read. Um, so my next book is A Man Called Uva by Frederick Bachman, or Bachman, I don't know how you say it, but it was originally published, I believe, in like Swedish. And I actually listened to the audio version of this. I didn't, re- I'd heard of it, but I didn't really know what to expect. And oh my gosh, it was so good. I can't say that I have ever cried 
listening to an audiobook before. <laughs> and it's just about this crotchety old man and some new neighbors that are completely different from him befriend him and just kind of peel back the layers and you see you know what a truly amazing person he is mm-hmm. it was just you know concealed like by the grief of losing his wife um but that one was really good and but no i really enjoyed that one uh and then my last one is kind of I'm not generally one to read like, you know, oh, everybody says this book is amazing, but it's where the crawdads sing by Delia Owens. Mm-hmm. Have you have you read this one? No, I'm so mad because I waited for 20 weeks to check it out from the library and then it sent it to my Kindle, but it didn't notify me. And so I didn't know. And by the time I noticed it, I had like 24 hours left to read it and it sent it I, back. I really enjoyed it. Like, it was just really beautifully written. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's set, it's kind of a, I guess, a coming-of-age tale. It, it deals with, you know, abusive childhoods. Um, but it's set in the backdrop of, I think, don't remember if it was North or South Carolina, swamps. And I don't know. It was just, it was a really beautiful book and a really beautiful story. So those are my three. I'd like to which point out that your books sound way more intelligent than mine. Oh, and I actually, um, I wrote down four. I have a fourth <laughs> one, so you go ahead and then I'll share Well, one. I'm not, I've, I just noticed, I just about launched into it, but my fourth one was um, Atomic Habits, which is nonfiction, which was written by James Clear, but very good as far as if you want to establish different habits or, you know, just change how you do things. Um, that book is one I kind of went in... I'm a little bit sick of self-help books. I feel like um, they prey upon the people who aren't strong enough to change themselves. <laughs> but I really enjoyed that book. And it actually, it really did change how I attack things. If I had to recommend a fourth book, um, it's called Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers. And it's a fiction book. And it's one of those books that the beginning is really good. There's a lull in the middle, but you've got to press through because the ending, like, honestly, I was a blubbering mess in the ending. I just, I read, and then I turned around and reread it again because once I knew everything that happened, it was a lot because it's, it's intense. Like, the storyline is intense. Um, but I highly recommend that book. And again, it's about a girl who grew up with abuse and kind of was sold into prostitution. So for our next category, we're talking about TV shows. So like a man, this is like what are your top three war time? So like this guy, he saw her at a (laughs) brothel. Basically, he went in to get a meal, (laughs) which is not even one of your favorites. But ended up, you know, (laughs) the only things I know about it, I learned from TikTok. (laughs) You know, I did. I did watch that show because. Yeah, and it's kind of one of those. After I watched it, I was like, "What on earth did I just watch?" I can't, I can't truly recommend it because it's just, oh my gosh! Like, I feel like I need to go watch are there it tr- now. Are there truly people like that on planet Earth? But yeah, on the other, it's like a train wreck. Like you just can't look away. Okay, TV shows. Let's keep it quick. Um, of course, my guilty pleasure show is The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The new season just started. I was there with everyone else. And I thought, oh, it's going to be a great season. They're in a great place. But it looks like everything's about to break loose. 
And between you and I, I hope it does. Because last season was boring, right? I don't honestly 100%. Beverly Hills is not my favorite iteration of the Housewives. Like, you know, I watch it, but I don't 100% remember what happened. Oh. <laughs> it was a little, apparently it was forgettable. Oh, well, see, and it was. Like, the first couple episodes were good. But anyways, I'm in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. My husband and I have been binge watching Star Trek Discovery on um, CBS All Access. Um, we're kind of nerds, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> and if you did, didn't did notice, you'll notice by the end of all this that we're kind of sci-fi nerds. But um, we've been binge watching Star Trek Discovery, and I'm really liking it. And then my um, feel-good show right now is I'm Addicted to the Mask Singer. In fact, Melissa and I like have, a, have like, a, what are they called? Brackets, where we like are narrowing right. down who we think people are and stuff. So, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Star Trek Discovery, and The Masked Singer are kind of like all my jams right now. This is another one where I had trouble narrowing it down, but like obviously my number one TV show has to be The Office. <laughs> like if, if anybody knows me, <laughs> they know. I have probably seen The Office, like every episode of The Office, and I'm not even joking, probably 50 times. This like, month? I'm always, yeah, I'm always rewatching it. Like before I go to bed at night, that's what I put on. I just, I don't know. I just think it's hilarious and it is still funny watching it 50 times through later. Um, there's just, there's a ton of shows that I really like, but I want, I just wanted to kind of talk about what I'm actually watching right now. So the next one would be 90 Day Fiance, mm -hmm. which would be obviously not the most cerebral program, but it's, again, it's just like a train wreck. Like I can't stop watching it. It's, you know, people that basically meet people on the internet and think they're going to get married um that from other countries and it kind of goes through the whole process of getting a visa and all this and that and you know like on the current season someone is obviously being catfished and she's just like no it can't be and this one guy has spent over a hundred thousand dollars chatting with some chick he's tried to meet her i don't know how many times over like seven years and she never shows up but he goes back for more and it's just I don't know why I find that fascinating that people are that like maybe it makes me feel better about myself that I've not yet reached that I think that's why I watched The Real Housewife of Beverly Hills I'm like nobody can be this crazy yeah and like for a third one I really had trouble narrowing it down I couldn't think of anything really off the top of my head that I'm like that obsessed with so I just put The Real Housewives that I think I've had a lot of people comment to me that they're surprised at the stupid TV that I watch, um, you know, because as far as like books or, you know, other forms of entertainment, I guess I, you know, I like documentaries and things like that. But yeah, I love documentaries. I, I, when I just sit down to watch TV, I just want something mindless. So, okay, our next category is movies. I really struggled with movies. I'm not going to lie to you. Because ultimately... I'm not a huge movie watcher. Like, it's hard for me to sit down... I mean, I can binge an entire TV series right. <laughs> in one weekend, but just the time commitment to sit down and watch a movie is hard for me. Right. I struggled with movies. Again, it's getting a little redundant. I love the Harry Potter movies. Obvi. Um, I really like the Marvel movies, like the Avengers. I find um, the two movies that I put on, if I just don't know what to watch and I just want to go watch something I tend to put on either the Justice League movie because I actually am one of the few people in America I guess that really like that movie 
Um, I can't say I've seen it. <laughs> oh, I thought it was funny and witty, and I don't know. I liked it. Um, or I watch, like, a, a Marvel movie of some sort. It just depends. I just recently watched all of the Marvel movies in order. So it's amazing how much is brought to light when you watch them in order. But anyways, you could care less. <laughs> can, can you see my eyes glazing over? Yeah. I'm I, no, I really can't. I was getting ready to say, I can see your eyes glazing over. <laughs> but I mean, I just, I struggle with movies, man. Like, sure, there's movies I like, but I can't say like, I highly recommend while you're in quarantine to watch all the Marvel movies in order on Disney Plus because it's riveting, the information that comes to light. Well, see, now, I noticed, like, with my movies that I, like, they're all from, like, the 90s. So, apparently, I've not watched a movie since high school. But, um, Girl, I've been talking think... to you for six years. I'm not pretty sure you watched movies then, either. <laughs> <laughs> um, my all-time favorite movie is Where the Heart Is. Have you ever seen that one? Yes, with Natalie Portman. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why, but when that came out, I remember my friend and I, I'm no kidding. We saw it in the theater. Is that the one where they're sitting at the dining room table getting ready to eat and she's staying with that woman and she's like, Lord Jesus, forgive us for the fornication that was committed on this table this morning. That is the one. And she has the baby in Walmart. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's very quirky. (laughs) But I don't know. I just, I love that movie. Every time it's on, I see it on TV, which is not very much, I do sit down and watch that. (laughs) And. My second favorite movie is probably Benny and June, which is I, the one is very old with Johnny Depp. Yeah, he does the thing with the potatoes and the forks. Yeah, it's been a, it's I love been that so movie. long since I've seen that. I don't even remember it, but I have seen it. I had trouble picking my third one, narrowing it down. Um, but I said ten things that I hate about. Oh no, wait! I didn't say ten things I hate about you. It's that thing you do. Really? With Tom Hanks. Oh my gosh, I love that movie. I did not see that one coming from you. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because, like, I thought I was going to be, like, a rock star when I was in high school or what. So, speaking of music, right now, I am love, love, loving 21 Pilots' new song, Level of Concern. They surprised the fandom, the clique, with it in the middle of the coronavirus quarantine. And if you haven't seen the video, you have to watch it. It's so timely. I just, I think Tyler is, Tyler Joseph is one of the best lyricists out there right now. He just writes great lyrics. And I I think he writes great music too. So um, I'm just really into that song. And then I have three other songs that I'm really into right now. The first one is Waymaker. Um, Just basically anyone who sings it right now, I'm into that song. Because I know everybody's doing it right now in the Christian music world. And I'm just into that song. Like, I hear it in the car. And I was going going down the road. And it was a 25-mile-hour road. And the song came on. And then, like, I am feeling the song. And I look down, I'm going, like, 35. And so, yeah, that song makes me feel things. But I'm really loving that song. And Corey Asbury, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He's a worship leader. Um, He's put out two new songs recently. One is called Father's House and one is called Egypt. And they're off of his upcoming album. And, like, I literally have those four songs on repeat right now on my iTunes and my car. Because I just, I cannot get enough of them. Well, for me, um, 
my I did more like bands, I guess, that I'm into. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, my favorite is Panic at the Disco. Um, if anyone knows me, they probably already know that. I took my daughter and my mother also like Panic at the Disco. So for my daughter's graduation gift, I bought uh, good tickets <laughs> to their concert. And she, Brandon Yuri touched both her and my hands. So she says she can die happy now. My daughter, not my mom. She was trying to figure out how to work the camera on her phone. Um, <laughs> my second one is Ben Folds. Specifically Love Ben, ben Folds, Folds 5 um, from back in the day. Um, I've seen him in concert as well, like 20 years ago mm-hmm. in a complete dive. Um, but I just, I love him. I've loved him for years. Every time, like to the point that when people I know hear a Ben Folds song, <laughs> they call me and they're like, guess what I just heard. But well, for my third one, I, I don't know. I couldn't really think of anything specific like one of my favorite musicians is rich mullins Mm -hmm. and not even so much that i am that into his music i just really like dig i guess his ideology i kind of feel like he was almost like a modern day prophet if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense no i get it yeah for people that aren't familiar he was like a christian musician who was killed in a car accident i don't even know probably 30 years ago now oh yeah it's been a Um, long time now but yeah, he just had a really unique outlook on life, and I appreciated that. And I actually um, got to meet the guy that he was in the car accident with. Who? Uh, it's Mitch McVicker. He like does his own musical thing now. Um, but and he he was cool to meet too. So that was my top ones for music. Um, and on to podcasts, which you know we couldn't really not do podcasts right. on a podcast. So. Um, now, this one was hard for me to narrow down. I have to say, before I got into podcasting myself, I really didn't listen to podcasts. Like, I kind of felt like I didn't have time. Oh, really? But now, I just put on my head, put in my headphones and, you know, listen, like, while I'm cleaning or whatever. And I, I, had, I had way too many to even list here. It was really hard for me to narrow it down. But um, I would say my top one right now is Stuff You Missed in History Class. Um, I am, I guess what you would call a history buff. Like if I had, if I had it to do over again, that's what I would go to school for. I'm obsessed with history and just, you know, finding our roots and they just delve into kind of random topics and factoids and just, you know, um, like I just listened to one not too long ago that was about like typhoid Mary, um, or they've talked about like diabetes and you know how that was discovered and the drugs that how the drugs were discovered to treat it and just random things like that. I find it super interesting. Um, the next one I would have to say is lore, and again, that is not really my weird my wheelhouse to listen to like creepy stories and like supernatural things. I don't even know how I got sucked into that podcast, but. I, I haven't listened in the last couple of months, but other than that, I've listened to every single episode. And I I listen to it when I get ready, when I put my makeup on in the morning, because I can't listen to it later in the day because it freaks me out. But it's very well done. And I mean, it's kind of, I think what appeals to me is like, you know, the historical aspect. But basically, you know, he delves into kind of like folklore and local tales and things like that. And, mm-hmm. um you know, talks about what happened and kind of what is and isn't true. But 
And then for the last one, I couldn't decide between the office ladies, which is uh, Pam and Angela from the office <laughs> in only in real life have a podcast um, just and they're they're listening or they're going back through the office episodes from episode one and just talking about, you know, their experience and little things behind the scenes that we didn't know. Um, but that I almost like Dolly Parton's America better. And that one is not it was just like one season. Um, I think it was like 10 episodes or something like that. It's not like an ongoing one. But I found that super interesting. Um, because again, I'm not a huge, I mean, I listen to a little Dolly Parton. I'm not, but I've just always been a fan of kind of her outlook on life, I guess. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love Dolly. Um, I actually listen to podcasts like more for informational purposes than just like entertainment. So one of the podcasts, especially if you're into blogging, or writing online content, I highly, highly, highly recommend um, the Simple Pen podcast. It's just, um, it talks a lot about Pinterest and all the Pinterest trends and, and what's, what's popular. It's just, it's a really informative one. Um, The podcast that I've been like binging right now is called Live Simply. And, um, you know, she's just all about living, like, a natural, sustainable, intentional life. And, um, yeah, I've just really been enjoying listening to her talk about living that natural, sustainable, simple life. <laughs> and um, I really like um, Farmhouse on Boone. If you follow her blog, she has um, a podcast called Simple Farmhouse Life. And, again, just a life made from scratch and I don't know that's that's what I like to listen to I will say that after we kind of had our like little get together and talked about this you mentioned stuff you missed in high school and I too am like a history nerd so I did start listening to that in the mornings like when I go into work and I'm getting stuff ready for the day I have been listening to that one (laughs) Because I thought that sounded interesting. But I just like that one. I feel like it's like accessible. Like there's a lot of history podcasts, but I don't know. Um, That one's just easy to listen to. So our last category is YouTube slash blogs. Um, Obviously, Mandy and I both blog and have YouTube channels. Um, I don't blog a whole lot anymore. To me, that's just not, I don't read a lot of blogs anymore either, (laughs) Um. But I am getting more into YouTube. So what are your tops? Well, for YouTube, um, that was actually really kind of easy for me. Number one, I love Zoe Sugg. Um, If you're an old school, like, YouTuber, she used to go by Zoella. And um, I never really watched her main channel, um, but her vlogging channel Um, I just, I love, I found her during Vlogmas, and if you don't know what Vlogmas is, it's just how, when you vlog every day from December 1st to December 24th, and I just connected with her in the way we celebrate Christmas, and so I just started following her from there, and I just, I don't know, I really enjoy watching her, I love her content, I think you would have to be living under a rock if you didn't say Shane Dawson right now, I love Shane Dawson, but you guys are going to kill me. I'm not in love with all this new content. Like, I know he's putting out these epic series and the stuff with Jeffree Star and 
the TanaCon drama and all that stuff. But I love, love, love his conspiracy theory videos because you guys... You're literally, like, speaking a different language to me. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's because you live under a rock. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking, like, the weather's nice here under the rock. <laughs> Anyways, I love his conspiracy theory videos. Um, conspiracy... I love watching conspiracy theory videos. Y'all, not that I believe everything that I see on there. But yeah, so I liked his conspiracy theory. And then I really, since I've gotten plant-based, I really enjoy watching the Wicked Healthy channel. It's these two brothers and they're vegans. And they just, I like the kind of food that they make. They just make like real food, like guy food. You know what I mean? And it's really helped me adapt some things the way that John likes them, would would eat them and help make this transition easier for him. So those are my top three um, YouTube channels that I like. Okay, mine are all YouTube channels. I guess I didn't really even include any blogs because, like I previously mentioned. Oh, I don't but... really follow any blogs, really. I mean, to say I hardcore follow a blog, I don't. I look things up on Pinterest. Same, but so for my YouTube channels, my first one is The Fundamental Home, which is actually my good friend Amanda's channel, but she didn't start out my good friend. I started out, I'm not even sure how I stumbled across her channel. Um, it could be from her Facebook group. She's got a huge uh, it's a frugal family food Facebook group. I'm not really sure if that's how I found her, um, but her videos, she basically the whole like shtick of her channel is that she was feeding a big family of like teenagers on very little money, like a hundred dollars a month. Um, there was just a period in their life where they had to do that. And I find her discipline and the way she can stick to a budget, very inspiring. And, and the we've stuff just... that she finds, like I watch her videos and I'm like, how on earth? Oh, I know. I want her to go grocery shopping with me. She and her husband have, uh, actually become good friends of mine. And, um, I, I still watch her channel like I think sometimes when you're friends with people you don't necessarily like you kind of watch out of obligation more so than in being interested but I actually still like I have my notifications so hers come up first because I just find it interesting and I find her to be very inspiring um, and my next YouTube channel is a complete departure from that um, it's Cindy Guntert Baldo and she is big She's known as like llama letters in the planner community. Mm -hmm. And she like has a disclaimer on all of her videos that she uses very colorful language, but she is incredibly talented with lettering. I've taken a few of her classes before and I love that because she has a pretty big following, but she is very honest. Like there's a lot of influencers in the planner community who will say they like whatever they get sent for free. And Cindy will tell you like it is. Like, if I truly want to know the nuts and bolts of a new release, I will watch her channel. But like I said, you know, prepare. Or she always says, gird your loins. Gird your loins because <laughs> she does use some colorful language. But and my final YouTube uh, channel, you will appreciate, Mandy. It's John McLean. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how I stumbled across his channel, but he is... Uh, and I don't want to label someone incorrectly. I believe he's transgendered. Um, but he is the most beautiful man I've ever seen. And he has I didn't serious... even know it was a man when I first saw the video. Like, it, legit, I'm not saying this to be 
I thought it was a woman. And he has, yeah, he's amazing makeup skills. But what I love about him is just he's so creepy, I guess. <laughs> and British. <laughs> and, like, the way he says certain things, like he films. Yeah. For, <laughs> for YouTube. For today's film. Yeah. And he, he just has, I feel he has a black soul like mine, so... <laughs> <laughs> He is oh, and the whitest, most translucent skin you will ever see. I think he's oh, a yeah. vampire. His his videos are just a trip. And there's a lot of like compilation videos that other people have made <laughs> from his videos. So, I haven't gone down that know. rabbit hole, but anytime I see that he's posted something new, I'll message Melissa. Melissa, he's posted. <laughs> like we gotta talk about this. <laughs> so there you have some of our top favorite entertainment that we are consuming while we're all locked down here. If you want links to anything or more details, go to thestrangeoflife.com and check out the show notes. And if you aren't already, be sure to follow us at Instagram at thestrangeoflife and check out our website, thestrangeoflife.com. And be sure to come back in two weeks when Melissa and I sit down and talk about all things mental health. I think that's going to be a really interesting conversation because listen, we both have been through a lot of life in our years and um, have been through a lot of things. And I think it's going to be a, a really good conversation to have. Especially given just the current state of everything. I think it's a topic that, you know, is going to ring true to a lot of people. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast, wherever your favorite podcasts are found.